This podcast is sponsored by the Club Women's Network. It can be lonely working for yourself, so this online support and learning network is here to help women learn what they need to know to stay in business. They meet online twice a month and in-person meetups too. They teach you everything from reels to financial forecasting. For more information, check out theclubwomensnetwork.com. Welcome to the Mum Mind podcast, helping parents make screen time safe for their children. I'm Steph McSherry. I'm Bethan O'Riordan. And if you'd like to know all about us, our little bios are in the show notes telling you why we're here and what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's get to the nitty gritty of it. I, this is like a hot topic at the moment again, screen time. Oh, I, I wonder if it's because we're recording this after Christmas. So there's been an influx of technology into people's houses. I know there has in our house. Yeah, um, and then probably the bad weather as well. People are on screens a lot more. Mm. I know when between Christmas and New Year, when the rain was just relentless, I think we were all oh. kind of on our screens a bit more. But but maybe we should say the caveat that, you know, this is an open discussion. This is two mums, two parenting experts, perhaps sharing our wisdom and our experiences this isn't something to jump on the bandwagon and be, oh, I don't agree with you. We don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no abuse on Instagram. Thanks. Because I've yeah. had that before now. I've mentioned this before where I did put this thing up about screen time and, and teaching my son chores and cheap as people go berserk. And you're like, people are allowed to have opinions or expertise or experiences without being jumped upon for saying so. Yeah, it's why I don't really hang out on social media. I I mean, like in a nutshell. I think the world is, sorry, I think the world of social media would be very different if we all had to put our name to our accounts. If you had to verify who you were, so it said, you know, this is Steph in North Cork and this is her opinion, people would be a bit more mindful about what they actually said. The fact that you can be anonymous and say whatever the flip you like, I think makes people quite nasty. Yeah, which maybe leads us on to screen time safety for kids quite nicely, really. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I I guess like this came around because I always ask parents, what do you want to know about? Um, what's going on in your mm. life? What are the things that are driving you demented? What is taking up time? What is distracting you from having the relationship you want to have with your child? And always, apart from one family I know who have no screens in their whole house, screen time. Okay. Is the answer. So I've been trying to write a blog on this for at least five weeks. Now, it's taken me that long for two reasons. One, I always prioritize my self-care. So if I have an option of, ooh, will I sit down and rest or will I go to the garden? I generally always choose that outside of the million and 27,000 things I have to do in life. But also because this is such a long topic and it's really yeah. complex and I want to get it right. So where should we start, Steph? Because I know that we've sort of come up with like a list of topics. Is there anywhere that well, you I, would like to begin? I think, again, because this this Instagrammable world kind of makes us quite polarised, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. I think, you know, depending on your family and your kids, you know, you need to tune into what's right with for your... Because I know screens can send kids bloopers, but I also know I have a son that screen time really calms him down and yes. really brings him to a nice place. 
Okay, so so, so I, I'm going to interject here. Do, do. I, and I'm going to slow this right down because you're talking about really important big stuff here. Okay. So the first thing we might rewind, we might go back to, and I'll sort of summarize, but you tell me if this isn't right. How much screen time is the right amount of screen okay. time? Okay, yeah. Right? Is that kind of... Kind sure. of yeah, that's we're, what we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of start because we could talk about... Um, we could talk about so much here. So I think to try and condense it, and we're going to do this in like a two, three, maybe four part series. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. Um. So how much screen time is too much screen time is something I get asked all the time. And what I say is go away and Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, which... I say there's 8 million answers, is there? Yeah, exactly. And I, and, and parents go, all right, whatever. I thought you were meant to be an expert. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. But what I say is what you want to do is you want to tune into your your child mm. right so, so like there's two answers look at your child do you think they're having too much screen time because if you're asking the question god is my child having too much screen time that is your intuition telling you they're having too much screen time like mm, well I'd, I'd say you're asking that question for two different reasons either it's having an effect mm. on your child and you're going oh maybe they're having too much screen time or this Instagrammable, opinionated, you know, all oh, this age group shouldn't have this much screen time is making you go, oh, maybe my child is having, you know, I think that that element makes us question ourselves a lot. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and I think the thing is, right, that parenting is about, which is why I try not to be on social media too much. I do love a podcast. I don't know if that counts as social media. There is so much out there to distract us from paying attention to our children. Mm. You know, whether it's opinions or reports or this or that. And and you have to watch also who's doing the funding behind studies. Yeah. Right. This is like a really important thing. You know, I, I, I mean, and also I think we should have maybe I should have said this at the very, very, very beginning. You know, like if you're someone who's struggling with your mental health and your child being on a screen for longer than you know you want them to be on it for that's all right do you know like mm. what we're what we're talking about here is the day-to-day -day stuff the not when you're in crisis the not when you know the kind mm. of day-to-day because -day, again people might then listen to us and feel really bad and we don't want that we just want to share some practical stuff to help make parenting easier so yeah there's so much out there to make us think oh my god should I be doing this or should I be doing this and and I also know that a lot of stuff that's on social media, you know, the parents saying, oh, I'm doing this activity with my child and they're doing some beautiful origami thing or they're doing this, that and the other. For me, the fact that they're filming, it means that they are already using a screen to distract themselves oh, yeah. from hanging out with their kids. My husband showed me something today of a mom with a video of a kid saying, why can't I stop thinking about waffles? I, And I thought, all right, so your child's really sad and really upset and you're filming them? Yeah. You know, like the use of screens is just, is just gone it's crazy. A real blurred line. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was a bit of a rant. But so how much screen time is too much screen time? Well, it depends. Is screen time replacing something else in your child's life? right? Is it replacing sport, fun, creativity, boredom, being outside? Is it replacing something that's an essential life skill? Because ultimately technology won't raise your child. It will be a part of your child's life forevermore, probably. 
but it isn't going to raise your child. And that's a really important thing to say. So is the screen time they're having a distraction from or deferring? Is that the right word? I don't know, from something else. Yeah. And do you think maybe the issues start to arise if from a very young age we're using a screen to soothe? Yeah. Yeah. So I was was only talking to my husband about this today because I couldn't think of the word. So screens look like they're regulating a child because a child is quiet when they're on them, right? Yeah. But what the screens are doing is really masking what's going on underneath. Like one thing I find really sad, and this isn't a judgment, it's just a sad thing that I think, oh, those parents maybe don't know, is when I see children in buggies with phones, Mm -hmm. you know, like walking in a forest or walking by a river or something like that. And the if they're crying and then they have a phone, it seems like they're being distracted. But actually the feelings are there underneath. It's that the screen has masked it because the screen is, uh, you know, hyper stimulating and hyper hypnotizing. So it's almost like that level of input for all for the senses is matching the intensity of what they're feeling inside. So it almost creates a false positive. Yeah. You know, it almost creates a bit of a red herring. So, yeah, I think screens can very easily be used accidentally to regulate children, but that's not what they're doing. Yes. And I would see more and more the younger children I'm not talking about in restaurants either even in their home settings that the automatic for meal times is that a screen is on yeah and so I'm imagining here a family member who has a son with an intellectual disability learning difficulty and they would say but I if I'm in a restaurant I know a screen is the only thing that's going to help them sit and stay at the table because the rest of us a family we're trying to be like a mainstream family yeah. and again we're not talking about that for no. this you know just just to really clearly really clearly say that yeah before people slide into my dms with hate yeah you know which happens so yeah and 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 i so we do great work in the camp parenting community right about this bit in the middle my child is having a feeling do i quash that with food uh technology Mm. um oh no the answer is us <laughs> you know yeah. the answer is us in the middle and also not being afraid of children being upset not being afraid of them crying not being afraid of their meltdowns because they're just letting you know how they are that is their way of communicating and all parents can help their child with that you know as long as we're willing to and like I would definitely I definitely come came from a household where and again, not through any, you know, mil, um, mil, that's not the word I wanted, ill. Milton. You know, Milton. <laughs> not through any ill feeling or, you know, they didn't mean any harm. But it often, you know, if I was sad or if something could happen at school, you know, I have quite nice memories, I'm going to be honest, of what used to be because there was a boiled milk instant coffee with a dairy milk bar. That oh, was obviously yeah, given lovely. to me if I was very upset, if it was it was comforting. Yeah. So 
you know, now if one of my kids is very upset, I tend to, or I want to say, oh, come on, let's go and get something nice. And then I have to make myself sit on my hands and go, no, that's not really the answer. Yes, it would all be nice and quite distracting, but maybe, and maybe sometimes we do do that, but other times yeah. I have to sit with the, oh, they're having a really hard time. And it, it's maybe not a great time of day for me. I was intending to get dinner on or, but I, I need to sit here for now. Yeah. Well, I mean, kids always come to us at not a time that suits. Mm. That's like the law of parenting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really hard. You mm. know, this, this stuff is really tricky and it's also not the stuff that's taught, you know, so I'm quite conscious that in our series we're going to be doing about screens, parents might be asking about parental controls. They might be asking about, um, yeah, parental controls and safety in terms of access to certain websites, but that's not what we specialize in. You can get the logical information, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Mm. There's great websites out there. There's webwise.ie. There's probably loads more, but that's the one that I always say. Yeah. But what we're talking about here is the stuff that you can't read in books. Like I always remember you saying, Steph, okay, so I've read the books. Um, <laughs> my answer doesn't fall into a book. So what the heck do I do now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is it. And you because know, this stuff is relatively new to the world of parenting. And again, because people are quite opinionated about it. And I, I, I my, the older generation, the grandparent generation, tend to be quite vocal about screen times. Oh, well, we didn't have those in my day. No, you didn't. And therefore, you don't know how you would have used them if you had. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> please stop really saying funny, that. It? But it's true, right? You know, we were often sat in front of the TV for a couple of hours. That's also screen time, right? Just yeah. because it wasn't a device that we held in our hand doesn't make it any different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, different times indeed. Yeah, yeah. So, when kids' TV was only on from three till six. <laughs> from three to that's what I was going to say. From or four yeah. till seven, I can't remember, but something like that. So where do we go next with this? What else would be help? Oh, so I think you said something then, maybe about also um, when is how much screen time? Mm. So I would have had conversations with speech and language therapists I don't know if we're allowed to name programs on our podcast and not get sued I don't know I, are you gonna mention something that's bad well just something that a speech and language therapist okay said to me. I won't I won't say it just in case because who knows um so about kind of zero to two year olds watching popular tv programs now my kids my youngest is nine so this program came out well after and um they were saying that you see there could be developmental delays in children who are learning their cues from TV programs, from cartoons, because okay. the, and you will know better the word for it than me, I think, but the ups and downs of how our voices, the tone, mm. the how you shape your mouth is very different in real life than it is from a cartoon saying it. Yeah. Did they so mention you, kids with funny accents too? They did mention kids mm. with funny accents and they said, look, it, again, it, it's not like we just have to, the word balance comes into mind. Yeah. You know, and, and also, I mean, when I became a mom, I had no clue at the enormity of parenting. And I don't just mean the logistics of it. I mean, the emotional drain of 
having a newborn then I was lucky enough to have another baby so then I had and then I had a third baby I had two toddlers and a baby and I know I did this all to myself you know but the enormity of the strain and the drain of that and to not just want to sit in front of the telly all day every day was huge to think yeah. oh I should have to do stuff so I'm not saying this is easy either but it's to remember that children develop based on the interactions with their parents first and foremost then their peers come into play but nothing will replace the developmental learning from their parents including looking at our facial expressions how our mouths move helping them with their fine motor skills and their gross motor skills and you cannot learn any of this from tv yes and you um i don't know the author's name and i will look it up and put it in the show notes there's a book called tribe he wrote the book tribe and i'll never forget a story he told have i got a phone here yeah he was saying more so than the kids very young kids looking at the screen what parents of i'm talking about babies need to be mindful of is he was watching a woman in an airport who had a screaming child in one arm but she the mum was looking at the phone Okay, so her face was this way and the child was crying, child was crying. She was ignoring in her arms, but ignoring. And then eventually the baby looked at the screen Mm. and then the screen soothed him. And he had a big concern. His special specialized subject is how humans interact with each other, that then we're replacing a very key connection between mother and child with a screen and a child. Well, did you ever meet somebody who can't look you in the eye? Yes. And I have to be honest, sometimes I do find it a little bit awkward. You know, in the therapy room, sometimes I just have this thing where I've been like, oh, my God, I've been staring at this person. And I will say it in the therapy room. Yes. You know, I will bring this in, this uncomfortableness, because maybe the client is feeling it too. And it's work for us to do together. But there's something called, I always get it mixed up. Sorry, I need to cough. (coughs) like the avoidant gaze or eye avoidance or something and it's from children and babies who were not looked at enough by their mothers or caregivers okay yeah because sometimes you can see people kind of looking above your eyes yeah and again like if you didn't know this that's okay I just happen to know this (laughs) yeah but we all know somebody that does that like uh, I can even think of an ex-boyfriend that did that that that, you know they would look you you wanted to almost grab them and say will you look me in the eyes yeah yeah. looking at me in the eyes and you've such beautiful eyes Steph Ah, I've often been lost in them (laughs) you know (laughs) that's another podcast idea (laughs) but I do think that um yes this this stuff that seems really basic is so essential to have the time to look at your baby because that is that is creating a secure attachment right that is creating safeness in that baby's brain and I know and I've only know this through learning sometimes I that I cannot have my phone on when my kids are around because if I'm looking at something on my phone I am gone immediately yeah like and you can't help it you are your focus has completely shifted yeah and and I can't do two things at once and I only know that from the awful times that someone has said to me mom mom you're you're not not listening listening to me and I'm like you are right I am not listening to you 100% correct thank you which is why I'm not on social media so much which and then I also can't be on it in an even evening because I just 
I find it wires my head. So I've only got a few hours really in the day. Well, and I uh, look, I would be guilty of it. And because my work is here, there, and everywhere, and then a lot of the times, you know, it's a hard stop at three because I have to get the kids. But then I'm terrible for maybe while the dinner is on or whatever, that an email might come in and I'm quickly responding to that. But, you know, to them, it's still a phone. You're still on the yeah, phone. Yeah. yeah. And for them I'm... too, because I've caught them, my kids, a couple of times. Um, I've got one that likes to do their homework in their room and one that likes to do it on the kitchen table while I'm around. But the one in the room, often I'll go up and the, all of a sudden there's a screen on and you're like, sorry, now that needs to go off. Oh, but I can do that. No, you can't. I know you can't do that. You know, it's yeah. distracting. Put music on by all means, but not a screen. I, I'd, that would be a hard boundary for me. The Cam Parenting Community is my online support for parents. It's waitlist free and inside is myself and a child and family therapist. So together we offer you 42 years experience helping children and family to solve your parenting problems. If you want to join us, head to my website, bethanoreardon.com and be the change your children need. Well, let's stay with the young, because we seem to have yeah. focused on the younger children. So let's stay for this episode. Let's stay with the younger children. Let's stay yes. with the, I was going to say about, what about a shared screen experience? That's very different, I would imagine. So a question I get asked, I'm just checking my notes here. My show notes is, um, can screen time be good? Hmm. I say absolutely screen time can be good, which I think, and I'll say it in case you're shy, which is where Kinderama comes in, you know, because Kinderama is help doing activities with children. Oh, I really want to swear, but I won't swear. Oh, about I, like, Kinderama? I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm imagining times when I was a mom. Well, I am a mom, but when my kids were wee and I was so which tired. Which is translated into small yeah <laughs> when I was so tired and mm. I would just be like okay I'm gonna put on the screen I'd have loved to have kinderama on so I didn't have to think but I could still do stuff with my kids that mm. was having fun together and not be like what to do yeah um so screen time can be amazing I love I would almost consider tv as one of my hobbies I love getting into a series I just love it I feel so good and so calm and relaxed and it's possible to do that with your children as well. Yeah. And But big caveat, everything in parenting takes time. Yeah. Everything does. You know, so positive screen time can be things like, I'm, I'm thinking of the younger children then, is activity apps like yours, Steph, where you're telling a story or doing an activity or doing something movementy or mindfully or relaxing or whatever it is. But also screen time, it's just not this mindless, hypnotized flicking and, uh, you know, watching. And so it's what can you do together? Watch there's, programs together. I think there's something very different between watching a TV program, watching a film having like a, a child-friendly app where you're partaking in an activity, learning to do something via mm. an app or a YouTube video or whatever. I think all of that is very different to a mindless scroll through TikTok, a mindless yeah. scroll through YouTube shorts. 
Yeah, but hold tight. Let's rewind back to the smaller kids yes. who would be going on YouTube Kids because, oh, it must be safe. It's YouTube Kids. But it's the flashing. It's the noises. It's the high pitchness of the voices. It's the stimulation of the music always being on in the background. But and, the, and the three seconds, I don't like this, flick to the next one. They soon, like you watch very young kids, they soon know how to swipe that screen. You know, yeah. and, and I think that's where this very shortened attention span comes from. You well, know, absolutely. Yeah, if it's on the TV and you're going to watch a 20-minute show, that's very different. Yeah, I mean, so there's loads of stuff at the minute about um, kids with attention spans, mm. concentration, mm. volatile emotions, and all of this can, can I'm not saying it is for everybody because it's impossible to say, link back to screen use you know think about it your child's brain is developing it's almost like a recipe what are the ingredients that are going into that child's brain and what will the outcome be mm. right and we want to teach our children the one skill I think that oh, I think I feel that we've lost loads of skills but one is patience yeah the skill of patience if I didn't watch home and away I had to ask my friend the next day what happened or Grange Hill because we didn't go I mean and I know that was 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 older but there was no recording there was no sky plus or virgin or box sets or whatever you know um and perhaps that it's that tuning in you know if we know we don't feel great after that and we're a generation that didn't have that when we were younger but we we're aware if you know, I know if I'm not feeling great, if I'm feeling a bit down, particularly in Jan January and I start scrolling, I end up feeling worse. Yeah. So then I need to consciously go, I need to put the phone down and get up and do something else. But yeah. getting your kids to tune into that is really valuable too. And that is where I think we should pause for today. Yeah, because that's going to go on to the older children. Yeah, Absolutely. and maybe and maybe take that on next time. But also... um. It would be remiss of me not to mention that you did talk about your son and how screens can be calming for him. So yeah. maybe we pick that up next time as well. And we don't have to talk about your son particularly, but about the positive use of screen time as well. It's not all doom and gloom. It's balance. Yeah. Um, and also knowing the facts, right? Knowing the facts about uh, about screen time are very important. Yeah, and uh, I'll leave you with a quote. Dr. Mary O'Kane, who is a lecturer in education and psychology, was quoted as saying, not all screen time is equal. Mm, absolutely. And if you're looking for safe online screen time, head to Kinderama. <laughs> if you're looking to understand the nitty gritty of how to make screen time work in your family, then come and join us in my online support for parents, the CAM parenting community. And if you have questions, we, we are on Instagram, bits and bobs. But if you have questions and say, oh, would you talk about this if you're talking about screens? Send us a DM. Let us know. We'll be back next week. Kinderama is a multi-activity programme for younger kids. We love to try a bit of everything. Dance, drama, music, yoga, gymnastics, sports and mindfulness all delivered in imaginative classes with original songs, stories, costumes, props and puppets. Kinderama is available in school, in creche or online. Check out kinderama.com for more info.